Welcome back to another episode of Ayasha Ministries Let's Wrap Podcast. The last time we spoke, it was 2020. So that means if you're listening to me today, you made it. You've entered into a brand new year, 2021. For everyone who may be listening to us for the very first time, welcome. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy lives to join me today on our Let's Wrap podcast. You may be wondering what exactly is Let's Wrap. Let's Wrap is where we apply biblical principles to practical living. I have always believed that the Bible is just as relevant today as it was in the days of old. And I believe it is my assignment to relay it in such a way that is pertinent to your lives today. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we're going to be concluding with our powerful three-part series entitled, A State of Unrest. If you have not heard part one, family unrest, or part two, social unrest, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to part one and part two before continuing on with part three. It is extremely important that you get this in the order in which God was speaking to our hearts. Once again, I am your host, Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we're going to be concluding with this three-part series entitled, A State of Unrest, Part 3, Spiritual Unrest. Our key scripture for this entire series, it is no surprise, has been coming from 2 Timothy, the third chapter, beginning at the first verse through the seventh verse. We're going to start there. Let's read. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and led captive silly women laden with sin, led away with devorous lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Let's wrap. For those of you who are joining me right now, you need to know that nothing is manifest in the natural that is not already taking place in the spirit. Maybe I need to repeat that again. There is nothing manifested in the natural that has not already or is taking place in the spirit. You better hear me today when I say right now we are all experiencing a state of unrest. In 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verse 1 through 3, the Holy Spirit began to show us how we are in a state of family unrest in verses 1 through 3. We also continued on verse 3 through verse 4, where the Holy Spirit went on to reveal to us that we are also in a state of social unrest. I just told you that nothing is manifested in the natural that has not already taken place or that is taking place in the spirit. So that means right now, at this very moment, we are in a state of spiritual unrest. What exactly does that mean? 
that means that there are some things going on in the spiritual realm that we can't see with our natural eyes. Second Timothy has already told us that we can know this also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. It is telling us that we are indeed living in the last days. If you are listening to me today, regardless to what geographic location you are in, please do not misunderstand me. When I say we are living in the last days, I am not referring to America alone. It is not just America that's in a state of unrest. It is not just Africa that's in a state of unrest. It is not just Europe that's in a state of unrest. It is not just South America or North America that's in a state of unrest. It is not just Asia that's in a state of unrest. I submit to you today that this entire world is in a spiritual state of unrest. When we look at 2 Timothy, the third chapter, that fifth verse says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. The apostle Paul summed it up by saying that the people who are involved in this list of sins from second Corinthians, the third chapter one through four, they have a form of godliness, but they are denying the power. It says men shall be lovers of their own selves, covenant, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, children, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, people that are traitors, heady, people that are high-minded, people that are lovers of pleasure more than God. He said, if you are partaking in these lists of sins, you are one of the ones that have a form of godliness, but are denying the power. What exactly does that mean? Having a form of godliness. Now, when we look at the word form, we know that form can be translated as appearance. He's saying that there are people that have the appearance of being godly. The word godliness means conforming to the laws and the wishes of God. Now, when we look at the word godliness in the Greek, the word godliness is different from the word religion. We don't want to get it confused because I think the day and time that we live in, these last and evil days, these prevalent times that we live in, there's a lot of people that are confused by what godliness is and what religion is. The English word religion was never used in a sense of true godliness. It's always meant the outward form of worship, the outward form of worship. We got to understand that there's a lot of people that are appearing. There are a lot of people that have an outward form of worship that are not truly godly people. In other words, that are not conforming to the laws and the wishes of God. They have a form of godliness, but the Bible says that they are denying the power thereof. It goes on to tell us from such turn away. I want you to know today that God is not interested in the outward 
part of man. We've already talked about in one of our previous series, what matters to God. I did a series a few months back. What matters? Souls matter. God is not interested in our outward appearance. God is not interested in this physical body. He's interested in the hearts of man. He's in the soul business. The soul is what matters to God. God is not interested in our outward appearance. He said, David came back and said to us in the word of God that man look at the outer appearance, but God looks at our heart. David came to this realization in Psalms 51 and six, when he began to cry to God, creating me a clean heart. Oh God. He went on to say that he was brought forth in iniquity. And just like he was brought forth in iniquity, so are we. He said, we are sinful. In other words, when we left our mother's womb, when we were conceived in our mother's womb, we were sinful. Surely he went on to say, you desire truth. You desire truth in our inward part. God is not concerned about what we're doing on the outside. He's not concerned about us having a form of godliness. But uh, Apostle Paul is saying here that there are people in these prevalent times that we now live in, in these last days that are going to have a form of godliness, but they're going to be denying the power. In other words, they're just going to be having religion. They're just going to be showing an outward form of worship. But their hearts are far from God. What is the apostle Paul saying? He said, these people are appearing to be godly, but they do not allow the Holy Spirit to have guidance over their lives. They're not allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to be manifested in them. In other words, they're not producing any fruit. The Bible tells us you shall know them by the fruit they bear. What is the fruit of the spirit? Love, joy, peace, meekness, temperance, long suffering. These things are the fruit of the spirit that we should be looking for in individuals. There are examples throughout the entire Bible of men and women having the appearance of godliness. The Bible itself tells us that even Satan changes himself to look like, in other words, to disguise himself, to masquerade as an angel of light, as a servant of righteousness. We can look around right now in this perilous time that we live in, we can look and see Second Timothy, the third chapter unfolding right before our eyes. We can see how there are people who have a form of godliness, but they are denying the power of God. The word of God is telling us in second Timothy, the third chapter and the fifth verse from such turn away. He's telling us we should turn away from these things, not be led by them, not be influenced by them, not be brainwashed by them, but turn away from such things. I submit to you today that we are indeed in a state of spiritual unrest. Now, when we begin to talk about once again, what a state of unrest mean, a state of unrest mean a like of rest, restless, trouble, uneasy, state of uh, disquiet, disturbed, turmoil, agitation, political unrest. Need I say that we can just turn on the news. The entire world is watching America right now at this very moment, go through a political state of unrest. We are in the midst of turmoil, disturbance, uneasy state, 
a state of agitation. I told you that nothing happens. Nothing is manifested. Nothing is manifested in the natural that has not already taken place in the spirit. We are indeed in a state of spiritual unrest. Now, what is spiritual unrest? It is annoying or unsettling that invades your spiritual peace. It is something in the atmosphere. It is something going on in this earth, not just in America. I want you to know, although it's, it's uh, unfolding right now in front of the entire world, America is the one that's on stage at this moment. But I submit to you today that every nation has already had their moments. Every country has already unfolded. It's just time for America to be on display in front of the entire world. We are in a state of spiritual unrest. God is warning us in his word of everything that we need to know concerning the times that we are now living in. He says in Luke, the 21st chapter in the 36th verse, but stay awake at all times, praying that ye may be strengthened to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the son of God. There are some things that are taking place in this earth and on this earth. He tells us that in this world, we shall have tribulation, but we can be of good cheer because he has already overcome the world. We know that there are things that are going to take place on this earth because why we are living in the last days, church. You better hear me when I say that we are definitely living in perilous times. There are people around us that are causing the spiritual unrest. Why is there spiritual unrest? Because they are having a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof. What exactly does that mean? That means that they are on assignment from the enemy. They are on assignment from Satan. There's a hush. There's an agenda that has been forged. There's a plan that's being forged in the spirit realm. There's a, a, a plan that's being forged in the enemy's camp. You can believe that Satan is well organized and he has already set some things in place. There is things happening that are being manifested right now throughout this earth in the natural. Why? Because it's already taking place in the spirit. The apostle Paul in second Corinthians, the third chapter is warning the believer. He's giving us a glimpse into what's about to happen and what's taking place right now, even in this earth, letting us know that we are not ignorant concerning the devil devices. Why are we not ignorant concerning the devil devices? Because the apostle Paul is already telling us here that there are people that are going to have the form of godliness, but they're going to be denying the power of the Holy ghost. He said from such people turn away. And why should we turn away? He said, because in the sixth verse, for it is of this sort, it is this sort of people. It is the sort of people that are on assignment from the enemy. It is this sort that they, which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin. He said, it is this sort of people that have the tendency that have the propensity to lead captive silly women. Now, who are these people? These people are people in high places. These people are people in government, government places, people who have leadership position, people who are in the church. These are bishops. These are pastors. These are ministers. These are the false prophets that the Bible is telling us about. We know that many times throughout history, there have been things, there have been atrocities, there have been destruction, there have been murders, deaths, all committed in the name of the cross. 
These are the same people who proclaim to uphold the banner. These are the same people who declare that they are godly. These are the same people who are having a form of godliness, the Bible talks about, but are denying the power thereof. Apostle Paul made it very clear. He said, from such turn away, from these type of people, turn away. Don't entertain them. Don't talk to them. Don't listen to them. Turn away. First John third chapter and the 16th verse tells us, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. There are many false prophets out here in this world today talking about and declaring that they serve God. They serve a God, but they don't serve the true and living God. They don't serve Yahweh. They don't serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They don't serve El Shaddai. They don't serve Emmanuel. They don't serve the great I am. They are serving a God, but it's not our God. He goes on to tell us in first Thessalonians, he said, but test everything. I want you to know today, believer, it is testing time. Like never before, you better begin to test everything and everybody around you. We got to test to know if they are of God. It is testing time. You better test your friends. You better test your leaders. You better test that one that says he's a believer because nowadays everybody say they saved. Everybody say they believe in God. You better test him to see if it's of God. It is testing time. We are living in a time of spiritual unrest. There are some things going on in the spiritual realm. There are some things going on in this atmosphere. The enemy has assigned demons throughout this earth, throughout the world. God showed me a vision when the coronavirus first started. There were angels dispatched of every on every corner of this earth. But I want you to know that just like the angels are dispatched and they are waiting on assignment from God, there are demons dispatched all over this earth and they are running rampant right now. There's a spirit of division. There's a spirit of the Antichrist. There's a spirit of murder. There's a spirit of apostasy running all rampant around this world. I want you to know today that we are living in perilous times. We are in a time of spiritual unrest. He's telling us now that they have a form of godliness, but they're denying the power thereof that these type of people we have to turn away from for this sort. They creep into houses and they lead captive silly women laden with sin. Now, who are the silly women? The silly women are those who are heavy weighted, who are weighted down with secret sins. Those who have things that are going on that they have not yet submitted over to Christ. Those who have agendas on their plate for their own personal gain. Those who are trying to get to high places, not only are there silly women, but there are silly men also that are led away by diverse lusts who are, are going after the lust and the things of this world who have traded their ah, shut up, also, who have traded their soul for the pleasures of sin for a season, who have sold their souls out for men, who have sold their souls for money, who have sold their souls for position, for political gain, who have sold their souls for position in the church who have sold their souls for power, who have sold their souls just to say that I'm famous or I'm rich. These are the ones 
The word of God goes on to tell us that these are the ones that are ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. What is the truth? The word of God is truth. They want to grab hold of everything but God's word. They want to follow everybody but the what the word says. They want to believe a lie rather than to believe the truth. I want you to know that God's word is truth. God's word is sharpened in a two-edged sword. It's able to cut to the bone and the mirror. Able to discern the very intent and the thought and the hearts of men. You're not going to be able to make it in this last and evil day without the word of God. Because it's going to take the word of God to be able to discern men's heart. To be able to cut through the bone and the mirror. To be able to give you a spirit of discernment that we so desperately need in these last and evil days. We got to cry loud and spare not and know that we are living in a time of spiritual unrest. We are living in a time of spiritual unrest. Revelation 16 and 14 tells us, for there are demonic spirits performing signs who go abroad to kings of the world. There are demonic spirits going to and forth throughout this earth. We are living in a very peculiar time, saints. You better get on your face and begin to pray and cry out like never before. It's time to put all our devices aside. It's time to cry out to God like never before. It's praying time like never before. We are living in a spiritual warfare time. Like never before, the demons are rampant. They are running to and fro. The enemy is seeking whom he may devour. But I want you to know that you are safe in the arms of the Lord. The Bible goes on to tell me. It says in Ephesians 6, he said, Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. The only way we're going to make it in these last and evil days is in the power and the might of the Lord. Not in our own might, not in your own power, but you're going to have to call on the name of the Lord. He says the only way we're going to be able to win this battle is we're going to have to put on the armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil that we may be able to stand in other words against the tricks that are being performed throughout this earth that we're going to be able to stand and have discernment against the tactics of the enemy for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places you better know today saints that we are in a state of spiritual unrest why are we in a state of spiritual unrest because there's a war going on that we can't see with the natural eye and the only way we're going to be able to fight this war is put on the whole armor of God. He tells us in verse 13, wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you will be able to withstand in the evil day. These are evil times that we are now living in. He said, having all to stand that we need to stand. Therefore having our lines girded with truth. What is the truth? The word of God is truth. Having the breastplate of righteousness. We got to stand for righteousness. That which is right. That which is honorable. The word of God. We have to have our feet showed with the preparation and the gospel of peace. We got to stand in peace no matter what it looks like. No matter what it feels like. No matter what's going on around us. We can't win this war with our own mind. With our own intellect. We got to stand in peace. Therefore take on you the shield of faith. Wherefore, that you may be able to quench every fiery dart of the enemy. 
I want you to know today the devil is storing fiery darts like never before. We have to take unto us the helmet of salvation. We got to put on salvation and take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Not only that, but the Bible tells us in the 18th verse, he said, pray always with all prayer and supplication. Don't Don't just pray, but you better pray in the spirit. Pray watching with all perseverance and all supplications for all saints. We got to not only pray, but we got to watch therefore with perseverance. We got to press forward. I know you get tired. I know you're getting weary. I know there's a lot we don't understand, but God knows what's going on. He's still in control. He's still on the throne. We just got to pray with all perseverance and supplications not just for ourselves, not just for our own children. He said, but for all saints, we got to pray for each other saints. There's no other way we're going to make it in these last days. We We got to come together as a unified army. It's time for the church to lay aside their differences. It's time for us to cry loud and spare not. It's time to fall on our face and be united as one. He said one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand. Wherever there's one or two gathered in his name. He said, I'll be there in the midst. The battle is not ours. The battle belongs to the Lord, but we got to call on his great name so that we might enact a warfare cry and cry out like never before. I'm telling you today, saints, I'm telling you today, like never before, we got to pray. We got to pray in the spirit. Why? Because the enemy is not playing. He come to kill, steal, and destroy. He's trying to destroy our families. He's trying to destroy our lifeline. He's trying to destroy our children. He want to take their souls to hell. I'm not talking about material things. I'm not talking about this economy. I'm talking about our very souls are at stake. The souls of your children are at stake. The souls of your children, children are at stake. The enemy have their minds so twisted up that they can't even think straight. And if we don't continue to intercede and pray for them, they're going to be lost. We got to pray like never before. We are indeed living in the last days. We are in a state of spiritual unrest. And I call on you as believers to fall on your face. Turn from our wicked ways. Call on heaven that he might heal this land. That he might heal us as a people. Whew. I'm telling you. God is speaking in these last and evil days. Are you listening to what thus says the Lord? Let's pray. Father God, God, I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing right now, even now in the earth. God, I thank you for what you're doing in the spirit realm, God. God, we're not ignorant concerning the devil devices. We know that there's a spiritual war going on that we can't see, oh Father. God, we ask that you help us, Father, to prepare ourselves for the battle. God, that we will get 
spit on our faces and we will cry out like never before. God, we need you today. God, we call on your great name. Father, we know this battle is not ours, but it belongs to you, God. God, we surrender all to you, Father. Everything that we've taken back of ourselves, we give it back to you, God. We give you our children. We give you our husbands. We give you our wives. We give you our parents, oh God. God, we ask that you would clean us up, God. Make us whole again. Restore unto us the joy of your salvation. Take us back to the place you would have us to be, oh God. God, we ask that you would take the seat of our hearts. Take the seat of our thrones. God, we repent, God. We repent from our evil. We repent from our wrongdoing. We repent, God, for the way we have thought. God, we repent for not trusting you. We repent for turning our backs on you, God. God, we repent, God, as a nation, as a people, oh God. Touch today, Father, like only you can. That one that's right now in the sound of my voice, deliver them right where they are. Satan, I bind you. I come against you with the blood of Jesus. I pull down every demonic force, every stronghold, every hindering spirit. I pull down every high places, every spirit of drug addiction, every spirit of witchcraft, every spirit of idolatry. I break your neck. I break the yoke off of the lives of God's people. I come against you with the blood of Jesus. And God, I thank you right now for the power and the authority that you have given me over the power of the enemy. God, I speak and call those things that be not as though they were. That one that's listening right now, I call life. I call peace. I call joy. I call healing. I call complete deliverance. God, touch their minds. I come against mind-binding demons. I come against the spirit of suicide. I come against the spirit of depression, the spirit of oppression, that soul tie, that have them tied and bound. I sever it with the sword of the spirit. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree whom the Son set free is free indeed. God, I thank you today for setting your people free. God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, God. I thank you. There's no other name we know. No other name can we call on. No other name other than heaven whereby man must be saved other than the name of Jesus. God, we need you today. Like never before, we are nothing without you. We need your strength, God, every minute, every hour of the day. God, we thank you for this series. We thank you for speaking to our hearts. We thank you for going into our soul, God, and moving things out that shouldn't be there, God. We thank you for making us holy, healing the broken areas of our childhood and our past and our hurts and our disappointments, oh God. We thank you for healing our broken relationships and our broken marriages, God. And we thank you, God, for restoring us, God. Restoring us, God. Back to our original state, oh Father, that you created us before the foundation of this world. God, help us to walk in our purpose. Help us to fulfill the plan that you have put over our lives, God. Oh God, we thank you. We love you. We bless you and we praise you, God. It is in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Oh gosh, I do thank you today for joining us today. On our Yasha Ministry Let's Wrap podcast, I just thank you for listening to this entire series going into the new year. I want you to share this with someone that you know that's in need, and that would be everybody, because we are all in a state of unrest. I want you to share it with your family, share it with your loved ones, share it with your children, post it on social media platforms, share this word of God. 
and watch God turn it around. Watch him set people free. God, I thank you and I praise you for what you're doing in this earth. Lord, I thank you for each and every listener, everybody that's thinking not Robert to support this podcast by listening, liking, commenting, and sharing. God, we ask that you would continue to bless them, continue to move on them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Protect them from the evil one. Keep them from the coronavirus, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just bless you. I thank each and everybody who uh, tuned in today. I thank you for uh, continue to listen to this broadcast. I want you to go to our Facebook page and be a part of our Facebook family. Please join us on Facebook at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. Also, we are on um, YouTube at Yasha Ministry. Please follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. You can also go to Facebook and be a part of our Let's Rap Relationship group page. That is going to be Let's Rap Relationship on Facebook. We are also on Twitter. We are also on WordPress.com. There are many, many platforms out there. All you have to do is Google Yasha Ministry and it will come up. I want you to know today that I love you. Elder Walker love you, but you better know like never before going into 2021 that God will always love you more. If you will call on his name, he said, I will hear you and show you great and mighty things that you know not. Call on his name because he hears you. Until the next time, have a blessed day.